time has finally come. Break is ready. Let's go. I am your host, Chris DeBacker, and joining me today, as always, a guy who is larger than life. As a matter of fact, he's so large that he's often compared to a hippo. He is one of the most massive, strong, and intimidating beasts to ever walk the planet. And he can be a little dangerous when he opens his big mouth. It's Scott Blakemore. And also in studio today, a guy who never misses a pop-up carnival or community fair. He's a lot like a Ferris wheel. Most people would agree he's not their first choice, but he can still be mildly entertaining. Good for a few laughs, especially if you don't have any other more exciting options. It's my guy, Joe Crupper. You like going to carnivals, Joe? You know, I'm not a carnival guy, but I do like carnival food, like fair food. You oh, sure. Fried anything. That's good stuff. That's part of the whole experience. Yeah, I think that's right? good stuff. You, you don't eat healthy. You're riding rides that are largely unsafe. Yeah, I don't ride the carnival rides. I don't like Ferris wheels, for that matter. Who doesn't like heights? I don't like heights. And then you have the heights along with Ooh. the dropping and the Terrible. stopping. Ooh. Horrible. Ra- yep. Oh, yeah. Not good. So I would say then you are not a carnival guy. I would classify myself as not a carnival guy. Okay. By the way, our email address is breakisready at gmail.com. We love to get emails, so send them in. Breakisready at gmail.com. And I have today's word of the day. It has been a while since I've done word of the day, guys. So we're back. Mm, it and feels I have like normal. Word of the day. Feels like normal. We're back to the way things belong. It's going to be a French word. It's a verb, which means action. The word is perseverate. <laughs> Jeez. What? <laughs> okay, let's go. Scott's going back to word of the day, even though it doesn't What's feel What's wrong right. with this word? Perseverate versus herky-jerky. You can use herky-jerky. Perseverate. <laughs> okay, how do you oh, use it? You can definitely use perseverate. Okay. Okay. It means repeat or prolong an action or to repeat or recur continually. As an example, it's like you do it past the time you should probably stop doing it. So like you're waving to somebody goodbye, waving all your fingers to somebody goodbye. Ah, uh-huh. They've already left and you're still waving. You're perseverating it. How do you spell it? P-E-R-S-E-V-E-R-A-T-E. Part of that word, persevere is part of that word, okay? So you persevere, you keep going, keep going. So it's kind of from that root. I don't know if you're going to call it that or not. but But in an awkward way. So if somebody's shaking your hand and you just don't know when to stop shaking hands and you just keep going. Yeah. That's perseverating. That's perseverating. You get stuck on the Ferris wheel. You're supposed to get off. But you keep going around and around. The Ferris wheel perseverates. Yep. Okay. You got it. So we can All do right. that. We just keep going on and on and keep rambling on. You're perseverating. I was going to mention that word came from a listener. So I just want to give them, that listener, full credit on that word. I just thought it'd be fun. Well, Chris, you mentioned that Joe is like a Ferris wheel. It's actual National Ferris Wheel Day. Believe it As or not. As luck would have it. Can who would have thought? That? Really? Ferris wheel was invented in 1893. By a, the gentleman George Washington Gale Ferris. Imagine that name. That's a long name. Wow. George Washington Gale Ferris. He was 33 years old, invented the Ferris wheel, 1893. Mm. Joe, we know you don't prefer them because they are tall. Yeah. Typically. I've ridden one before many times. Not many times, but a few times. There's some very interesting, iconic Ferris wheels out there. I thought I'd just mention a few real quick. Would you? Yeah. That would be, Scott. I'm happy to so do that good. for you. <laughs> Canada has a, a Ferris wheel that overlooks Niagara Falls, the Niagara Sky Wheel. Wow, that would I've be scary. To, I've never been to Niagara... I take that back. I have been to Niagara Falls on the American side, never on the Canadian side. Same. But they have, apparently, a Niagara Falls Sky Wheel. There's the Big O in Tokyo, 
and it is the first spokeless or hubless Ferris wheel. Ooh. And it's actually, when you look at it, it's it's a modern marvel, really. When you look at it, think, how would that ever turn or stay up? It should just fall over. But it's this big O in the middle of nowhere. And a roller coaster actually goes through the middle of it That's as cool. part of an amusement park. Japanese, of who else of would course. come up with that? Of course. I agree with you completely. And then the tallest roller coaster used to be the high roller in Vegas at 550 feet. But of course, Dubai... Of course, Dubai can't be outdone. They have to do everything bigger. They recently built a Ferris wheel in 2021 at 820 feet tall. Ah. 82 stories tall. Yeah. I would tell you I might be a little uncomfortable up in that one. 100%. I'm with you, Joe. I, I'm not a Ferris wheel guy yeah. at all. As soon as I get in the carts or whatever they call those, my palms start to sweat. Yeah. Right? I If I was supposed to be here, I'd have wings. I'd naturally be up here, but this doesn't feel right to me. Joe, don't worry. You don't have to go put on a Ferris wheel. Good. I don't want you to cry over that. We also have Don't Cry Over Spilled Milk Day, which is a day to encourage us to just relax when things don't go our way and there are things we can't change in life. So just don't worry about it. Just go on, go with the flow. It'll be fine. I have a saying. I tell young parents, little people, little problems. Big people, big problems. So I try to encourage young parents, there's going to be spilled milk. No big deal. Be glad it's spilled milk because later in life can be bigger problems, right? But you do freak out in the moment, don't you? you? When do. something like that happens and then you look back on it and you're like, why, what was that all about? What good did that even do by getting so upset over something so little? But yeah. I think we all do that in the moment. It seems like it's super important. Rarely is there everything that's that significant that requires you just to lose it. Yeah. yeah save that for when your kid wrecks the family car. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Spilled milk, give me that every day. Okay, we also have National Random Acts of Kindness Day. It was uh, a counter phrase to go against random acts of violence, which in the 90s, random acts of violence, I guess, was more of a, a term you found in the news and places like that. This woman named Ann Herbert came up with a phrase that was do random acts of kindness day. And it became a thing. She she built on that and she created a book in 1995, I believe she published a book and it was doing random acts of kindness. And it was just stories about doing good things. It's a wonderful benefit to do good things for people, right? Because they may be having a very bad day, but it also does a lot of good for you. Your blood pressure tends to be a little bit lower. You tend to have higher rates of serotonin and oxytonin in your blood and endorphins. Doing random acts of kindness every day. I mean, we have a special day for it, but really we should be doing random acts of kindness every day if we can. Do you ever do that, Joe? You're, yeah. you're a kind guy. Yeah, I feel like I'm a kind guy. Yeah, what do you do? Or are those um, more personal? Is that too personal a question? No, I don't think so. You try not to cut people off on the road. <laughs> so not having road rage. Okay. Paying for somebody that's behind you in line, like at a, a drive through Okay. I don't, do that, I don't do that very often, to be clear. That would be an act of kindness. <laughs> <laughs> He's good at thinking of them. Don't ask How him to do this? them. I think just holding a door. I was going to say, like holding a door for somebody behind you in, at the store. I do that all the time. You know, if somebody's behind me, well, I hold the door. How about, at the, good manners. How about at the store, yeah. you let somebody ahead of you who has just a couple items. Absolutely. You do sure. that kind of thing? Sure. I definitely try to do that. And I love when people do that to me. Like if they have a cart full of stuff and I have two items, you know, especially like at the grocery store. Locally, you know, it takes a while if somebody's got a big cart. They'll say, go ahead. I'm like, are you sure? Just make sure. And they'll say, yeah. And I'm like, thank you. Appreciate that. Right. And then when do you cut that off, though? 
now the guy behind you only has four mm-hmm. items. You're like, well, now do I have to let him go too? And eventually you're just standing there. I think, it's two, there max. I think you do day. two max. Two max? Okay. Yeah. How about this when you're driving? <laughs> I find this is something young people struggle with. When you've got a couple lanes merging to know when you let a car in and when you go yourself. I feel like some people don't let anybody in. And yeah. then there's the person inevitably in front of me that lets everybody yeah. through. Right. So I think there's some balance there. Yeah, there's definitely a balance there. I feel like if, you know, if everybody's kind of waiting and you're letting people in, right. Or if they're just trying to get on the highway, you let people in. But if like they're racing past everybody and trying to get just in front of a couple of cars or whatever, then you're more, you know, dude, you should have waited back there, you know. Absolutely. At least yeah. that's my idea. So I that, do. that's where it's borderline random act of kindness, road rage. We're on a fine line there, right? Yeah, I think every time I'm on the road, it's a fine line between road rage and <laughs> non-road rage. <laughs> Random act of kindness. And you know what else, Scott? You know what else is coming up? National Do a Grouch a Favor Day, which is kind of like random acts of kindness. Sure. Right? I mean, you've got some people out there, kind of to your point, who are just going through some stuff, mm-hmm. right? You have no idea what they're going through professionally, personally. You know, there's so much that could be happening. And it, I think it's rare for people just to be grouchy just because they're grouchy, right? I think generally it's because there's something happening in their life. And I think if we are intentional about remembering that and doing some of those random acts of kindness, I think it would go a long way, right? And I think that's what this day is really designed to do is just help a person that normally you would want to take out your road rage on or do something more, less kind, and there's a saying, uh, Henry Ehring actually said, when you meet someone, treat them as if they were in serious trouble and you will be right more than half the time. And I think there's a few other ways that you can kind of take that quote and, uh, and you, you use that occasionally, Scott, when you meet someone, treat them as if lonely and hurting, lonely and hurting. Mm. You're going to be right most of the time. That's a good point. Right. A grouch is somebody you encounter every day. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think as a young person, remember Oscar the Grouch from Sesame Street? Sure. We were told that this is just a natural reaction. But through the course of that show, we kind of saw how Oscar was able to have a little bit nicer side. And he was a good person, too. He wasn't just naturally just mean. But that was just kind of a disposition. We were taught how to take care of, how to take care of that and how to deal with that. I don't think you can ever go wrong by taking the high road, being a nice guy. Yeah, absolutely. I think when you, when you deal with grouches... You just have to assume that whatever the problem is that they're dealing with, that makes them the way they are, you probably know about 10 to 15% of what's going on in their life. So just be careful how much you judge them. You know, another day coming up here is staying single day or national satisfied staying single day, right? So sometimes there are people, maybe it's because of their grouchy disposition. (laughs) Maybe. Right, Joe? (laughs) Hey. And then they might not be able to attract a mate. (laughs) Because you're so mean, Joe. No, <laughs> there are on, some man. people, and I think this is true even if you're in a relationship. You need to be mm. happy, content with who you are, right? Your identity should be in yourself yep. and your interest and your uh, just who you are sure. uh, originally created to be. And I think that's important to know who that is and be satisfied in that way. So some people choose to be single, other people, because of circumstances may be out of their control are not with somebody. And I think it's important, again, that we all just recognize that and be comfortable with who we are. Absolutely. I like being single in a lot of ways. I would agree. I just think the world looks at people and think, why are they still single or why are they whatever? Mm -hmm. And you got to go, hang on, 
hang on, maybe they're perfectly happy and content. Just because you might not be happy and content single doesn't mean that that person isn't. And so we just have to be careful of projecting our own values and our own thoughts on people because you don't know their story and you don't know what they enjoy or what they like. That's a great point. And, you know, it is a couple's world. Restaurants or going to the movies, you know, we see people go by themselves occasionally, but it's not super often and it can feel awkward. Nothing wrong with being single. I'm comfortable with who I am. And you called me a hippo when we started the show. <laughs> that didn't feel right. like, am I, that wasn't very, that wasn't a random act of kindness that I felt no, from no, you. No. Most massive, strong, intimidating beasts. Oh, I'm a beast. Intimidating beast. Intimidating. Beasts. I have a big mouth. Ah, big teeth. All right. I'm comfortable with who I am. Good. And it just turns out to be world hippo day. Hippos are kind of funny looking animals, aren't they? kind of like a cross between a pig and a horse, if you think about it, like a big <laughs> horse that kind of looks like a pig, don't you think? I've never thought of that, but sure. Yeah, kind they're, of. They're huge. They're huge animals. Yeah. Massive. They actually have a nickname called the water horse. Okay. They're kind of known as the water horse. And they're very dangerous, I've heard. Extremely dangerous. Yeah. It's the largest mammal that kills yeah. humans. In Africa, 500 people a year die at the mouths of hippos, essentially. They get beat. They're very angry animals. They're found primarily in Africa, and the largest populations are in Zambia and Tanzania. And they're always hungry. Hungry hippos. The hippos are the third largest land mammal. What's the largest land mammal? Largest land mammal is the elephant. Correct. What would be number two? And it's not the hippo because the hippo is third? Hippo's third. Okay. I'll let mm. you go, Joe. You know what? It's one of two. It's the rhinoceros or the giraffe? It's the rhinoceros. I'm guessing by weight. It's got to be the rhinoceros. Yeah, they're big. They're, again, another prehistoric-looking animal, right? Rhinos and hippos both look kind of prehistoric. Well, I have a couple other trivia questions for you. Okay, I'm going to give you one of two answers, and you just have to pick the right one. Whoever gets the most wrong does 10 push-ups. Ooh, I like this. Is that okay? Competition. Five quick questions. How much does the typical hippo weigh? 1,500 pounds or 3,000 pounds? Go ahead, Joe. I'm going to say 3,000. 1,500 all day long. 3,000 pounds. Boom. All right. Second question. I'm down. He's down one. I get the first guess this time. How fast can a hippo run? 15 miles an hour or 30 miles an hour? A 3,000 pound hippo? Yeah. How fast can it run? 15 miles an hour or Mm. 30 miles an hour? It can run almost 30 miles an hour. 30 miles an hour? Yeah. I'm going to say 30 as well. Stop. 30 miles an hour. All right. Okay. He can choose my answer. He picked my answer. Yeah. You both can pick the same answer. I I get to go first next though. Okay. How long can a hippo hold its breath underwater? Five minutes or 15 minutes? Ooh, I'm going to go 15. It's 15. It is five. Oh, that was your chance, Chris. So here's, this is, this is, I found fascinating. Okay. So in fact, hippos sleep underwater and they have a reflex in their body when it's been about five minutes to raise them to the surface. They exhale, breathe, and they go back underwater and they never wake up. That's pretty cool. Isn't that amazing? Be great if I could do that. Just get away from all the world and the yelling and the screaming and Quiet. do this, do that. Help! I need. Th- What's for dinner? You should be single. Nope. <laughs> Satisfied staying single. There you go. All right, here we go. Fourth Ooh. questions. Chris is down by one. How many pounds of grass does a hippo eat per day? They are herbivores. So how many pounds of grass does a hippo eat per day? Forty pounds or eighty pounds? Piece of cake. Forty pounds. Nobody can eat eighty pounds of grass. The safe answer would be to answer the same as you, but I'm going to go 80 pounds. Yeah, be bold. Be it brave. is 80 pounds. Boom. I feel push-ups are in Chris's <laughs> future. Do we even ask the last question? Yes. yes. Double or nothing right here. Okay. Joe double, can't answer. Double or nothing. Okay. <laughs> Joe's out. She's out. 
This is for two points to tie it up right here. Hippos identify their friends from enemies by showing their teeth when yawning or by smelling poo. Can you repeat that? It doesn't matter. You're not answering it. Hippos (laughs) identify their friends from enemies by showing their teeth when yawning or by smelling poo. They're showing their teeth. I think it is the teeth. By smelling poo. Oh, man. So he got two wrong. He got two wrong here. No, I'm sorry. All right. So, uh, Joe, I'm glad I can tell you're my friend by your toothy smile and not smelling poo. But you know, here, here is Chris starting some push-ups. Like he's he's is this doing the those first time. Three, Chris has done push-ups. Four. Yeah. Oh, those are pretty five. I don't know if you're. He's not going down very far. I know. Seven. Those look like eight. Nine. Is he on his knees? Ten. Yeah, he's kind of on his knees. Eleven. No, he, I thought you did eleven, but that's okay. That's those were kind of. You needed. You needed to do one. I, you had to do an extra. Those look a little weak. I know. I've got a cramp in my leg now. That's <laughs> <laughs> because you're doing them wrong. Oh, hey, <laughs> just kidding. Good job, Chris. I'm proud of you. Way to do it. Good I'm not work. entirely sure that that it's accurate, but I did it. I did it. Well, you know what? They, they do. They they have a, a keen sense of smell, and their friends and their their clan. At night, they get out and roam around land and eat a lot of grass. They use the bathroom, obviously. And they can smell when people that are not part of their clan have been in their area and use the bathroom. They know that there's been an intruder to the area. Well, if you were to get killed by a hippo, Joe, we would potentially be able to use your body for organ donation. Are you an organ it, donor? Uh, yeah, I am. If, if I die, I'm. you guys can take my organs for sure. How about you, Chris? I don't want them. <laughs> I, no, I'm not. You're not? You're not? No. no. You know, America I'm is being the only... right now. That is pretty sad. And, you know, speaking of random acts of kindness, I mean, do you have... Do you have any? <laughs> I don't have a heart, apparently. <laughs> apparently not. Most European countries, the default is you're an organ donor. If you don't want to have your organs donated, you have to say, I don't want it. Hmm. Okay? In America, the default is you are not an organ donor. If you want them donated, you have to indicate that you do. What is the most donated organ? I'm going to say the kidney. It is. What's the second most donated organ? Liver. Liver, absolutely. Oh, yeah. good one. I go ahead, Joe. Three. What's the third? Here we go, bright boy. It can't be heart, can it? It no. can is be it heart. No, it's not. It can, is it? It is yeah. heart. Yeah. I knew it. What? <laughs> I was going to say the gallbladder. <laughs> gallbladder. Who would donate it? They take a, you don't need one. <laughs> can I take a gallbladder? You don't sure, need it. But it'd be nice to have. If You don't need it. No one's uh, donating that what one. What other organs are there? What What is the only organ that can't be transplanted? The colon. They can do intestines. Really? They can do intestines? Yeah. <laughs> what about brain? Brain. Is brain it brain? Can't. Brain can't. Only Frankenstein does a brain. And that, that didn't be, go well. You think that would ever get to that point where they can transplant a brain? That I would think, be... I think it's too... There's too, too many nerves and your spinal cord and all that's attached yeah. there. I just don't see how that happens. Now, I, the yeah, Neuralink is interesting that Elon Musk is doing by putting something in your brain to help stimulate Ooh. it and be connected. That's an interesting thing. Hmm. But as far as brain transplant, I just don't see how that would be possible. Yeah, the brain's a pretty, I mean, it's a pretty complicated yep. thing. I mean, yep. it's pretty amazing, that creation of the brain, you know. You know what else is coming up here? Is get a different name day. Do you ever wish you had another name? You wish you weren't Joe? No, I kind of like Joe, even though Do it's an like average him? Joe name. Yeah. You know, um, I, you know, I like uh, Joseph, my full name. I, I do like that. Well, that's that's your name. Now, sometimes you could say, okay, sure, I wish I had a different last name, just to make it simpler and easier to sell, uh, spell or say. Joe Smith. Well, that's too simple and easy. Okay. Once we talked about Brad, right? You've got an Uncle Brad. I do. We're like, Brad is like, I don't know if there's a more manly name than Brad. Brad is a good manly right? name. I mean, you have you ever met a Brad that you go, wow, that guy, what a wimp he is? Well, Never. I have. 
Not not my uncle for sure, but another guy. <laughs> I think I think <laughs> Brad's a great name. It is. Right? What's another good what's another good what about you, Scott? You happy with Scott? Sure. Okay. Drew? No, Drew's worse. Yeah. Okay. What about Chris? Drew's kind of a pretty boy name. Drew is. Yes. I think Chris is good. Chris is a balance between tough. But Christopher. Sophisticated. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it's a solid name. If you could pick a name for yourself though, besides Chris, what would it be? Besides Joe, of course. Roger. Mm. Do I look like a Roger? I don't know. I've always liked the name David. David Solid. That's a good name. I, I would go there. I would go there. I, I'm really happy with my name. But I yeah, David would be on my short list for sure. Would you shorten that to Dave? Just go Dave. It's gotta be David. Oh, it'd be David. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I have an uncle David, by the way, too. Yeah, so get a different name day. There are some people just because of their profession, right? There's a lot of authors that do that. They have pen names. Here's what I want to do, Joe and Scott. I'm going to give you some names. These are all, I would say, celebrity type people. So they could be actors and actresses. They could be some athletes. But they're all people that you would know who have a professional name that we would know them by. I'm going to give you their real name. I want you to tell me who they are. Ooh, I like this. Where they most commonly known okay, as. Okay. Tough. You can work together. No push-ups on the line here. Perfect. Here we go. Catherine Hudson. Who is that? Kate Hudson. <laughs> that would be so good. That's too easy. <laughs> I know. I was like... one, one more guess. It's not Kate Hudson, but you're, you're close. I mean, you're, I mean, you're in the say ballpark. Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Oh. There you go. Katy Perry. Yeah. You guys are going to get this one. Eldrick Woods. Tiger Woods. Tiger. Oh, wow. Tiger is an Eldred. I'm Eldrick. really. Eldrick. Eldrick. All right, here, here we go. They're going to get a little tougher. Demetria Jean Gaines. Demetria Jean Gaines. Billy Jean. Not my lover and not the name we're looking for. Demetria. That's the biggie. Short Dr. Dre. Demi Moore. Demi Moore. Oh, man. Scott is on this. Scott He's killing is it. killing it. Yeah. All right, you're going to get this one. Winona Laura Horowitz. Winona Ryder. Scott's like, why'd you even ask that? I was going to say that. Is it right? That's right. Of course it's too easy. You snooze, you lose. Shoot. Horowitz, probably not. Yeah, it doesn't sound Hollywood. Ryder's better. Yeah. Honey Honey Ryder. Honey Ryder. Honey Ryder. Honey Ryder. All right, here we go. Uh, Stephanie, Joanne, Angelina, Germanata. Angelina Lee. No. All right, say it again. Stephanie, Joanne, Angelina, Germanata. She's a singer. Oh, no, that I'm... Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Oh, Lady Gaga. I was what expecting was you to do that. Stephanie, what was the real name again? Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanata. I could see why she changed her Germanata. name. Germanata. Germanata. Germanata's got it wow. right. All right, here we go. I got four more. Uh, Sherilyn Sarkeesian. Cheryl Crow. We're shortening this one way up. Say it again. Sherilyn. That's Sh- all you need to know. Cher. 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 Yeah. There you go. Cassius Clay. Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Floats huh. like a butterfly, stings like a bee. Mm-hmm. Audrey Faith Perry. Audrey Faith Perry. Faith Hill. Faith Hill. Scott is wow. unbelievable. Jeez. He's knocking these out of the park. That, that blows not, me away. I know. It blows me away. Okay, last one. Jennifer Lynn Anastasakis. Jennifer Aniston. Without even giving Joe a chance. Joe is not even getting off the starting line here. <laughs> Aniston Stakis? Anna. Stasakis. Anastasakis. Wow. Anastasakis. An- She's Greek. Aniston's better. Yeah. Also coming up, kind of a fun day here, we have Super Chicken Wing Day. So the Super Bowl just happened recently. It did. Right? What a game, people, huh? People be, oh, incredible. Here's the thing. More people, I think, care about the food and the stuff around the Super Bowl than That's the game true. itself. Yep. Food right? and commercials. Food and commercials, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I think... Chicken wings are really one of the most popular foods that people have on Super Bowl Sunday. Sure. According to Better Homes and Gardens, 
chicken wings are the second most popular food to have during Super Bowl Sunday or on Super Bowl hmm. Sunday while you're watching the game. Here's what I want you guys to do. Come up with the other six, right? There's a list of seven of the top foods that people have during the Super Bowl. Chicken wings are number two. How about chips and salsa? Solid. Joe knows his food. That's number one. All right. I is like that, it. Is that nachos? That would be the same as nachos, you think? Chips and dip is its own thing. You going to go nachos? I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go not, nachos is number four. Okay. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. So we got chips and dip, chicken wings. We're missing number three. These are like appetizer type foods. It's kind of all over from burgers? snacks to say burgers. Burgers and sliders is number yeah. seven. Really? Okay. There's one kind of meal and then the other ones are more snacks. Okay? okay. So there's two snack kind of foods and then there's a more substantial. Is potato chips too generic? Chips and dip. I okay. think that would that that be for all those. one. I don't so dip again, my Doritos though. Chips and dip. Pizza. Chicken wings. Oh, pizza. Pizza is number three. There it is. Nachos is number four. And then we got burgers at seven. So we need five and six. Mm. And they're more snacky kind of foods. How about uh, vegetables? Like carrots no, we're and celery? Talking, we're talking <laughs> Super Bowl. You're going to roll your eyes with these. Okay. All right. I'm going to let you go. Number, number five, cheese and crackers. Oh, oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Number six, cookies. Oh, yeah. Right. Football shaped cookies. Yeah. 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 So cookies. there you go. But I think if I, I'll tell you what, if I had a choice of just one food, I would do chicken wings all day long. Protein, tasty. Oh, and you can win. go so many ways. So many So ways. many different flavors. That's one of my all time faves. All right. So listen, I let it, let it be known now. I am retired temporarily from guessing the quote of the day. I was kind of run out of town. Because yeah, been I on a roll, man. I got four in a row, and they're like, Chris, you can't do it anymore. You're making us look bad. So for the first time ever, I'm giving the quote today. I'm excited. So wow. either Joe, okay. so I don't think my reign is over. I think it's just temporarily suspended. I think my streak stays intact. Is that right? That's fair. Okay. Sure. I'm so, feeling good. I was guessing some names. I, I feel like I'm, you I'm in do, a roll here. If I had to put money, I'm, I'd I'm say... Coming. Right. Let's you, go. You got it. You got do you it. Think, think Scott right now is the betting favorite? I would say. And wow. especially, he said he didn't know entertainment people. And every one that I gave was entertainment here. And he nailed it. Hmm. Nailed it. Okay. We'll see. Okay. So All here right. we go. I've got I'm a ready. short quote. Here it is. The most sophisticated people I know, inside they are all children. Okay. All right. Got it? All right. Here we go. First clue. He was born. See, and already I've given you... I've eliminated half of the population. You should. You should say they are born. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, they a, were born. It's a man. Okay. Or used to be. He was born in Greenville, Mississippi, and remembered the arrival of the family's first television as the biggest event of his adolescence. I would say, I mean, I don't know this for sure, but I'd say probably Greenville, Mississippi's most famous resident. Really? Right. I don't know anybody else from there, but I got to think. I don't know anybody from Greenville, Mississippi, right. I'm afraid. I'm going to say Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers? No, not Mr. Rogers. Moving on. Okay. He was heavily influenced by radio personality Edgar Bergen. And it would probably help if you knew who Edgar Bergen was. Yeah. But I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to say Paul Harvey. It's not Rush Limbaugh. Not Rush Limbaugh. No, neither one's right. Okay, here we go. In 1954, while attending high school, he began working for a local TV station on a program called The Junior Morning Show. All right, here we go. Next one. He graduated. Joe's stymied right now. Joe is Joe's having a hard time. He graduated from the University of Maryland with a degree in home economics, after which he produced coffee advertisements and developed experimental films. Bill Cosby? No. Walt Disney? Not Walt Disney. You guys are hovering. You're getting there. George Lucas. Not George Lucas. That's good, though. I, get, I can see that. 
trying to think how it relates to hippos or yeah. anything we've talked about today. I'm trying to think. There okay. You go. Okay, right. here we go. I like it. All five of his children began working with him at an early age, partly because, according to his wife, Cheryl, one of the best ways of being around him was to work with him. One of these is going to turn on a green light here real quick. Five children. Cheryl, Mississippi, developmental film. He worked a lot. His kids course, worked with him. He and developed... a lot of successful people work a lot, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but for the mom to know, you need to work with your dad if you want to see him. I love the way, yeah. See, I'm, Joe, I'm telling you, you got to up your game right now because Scott's, <laughs> Scott's there. I mean, Scott's right there. I'm going to really? go one more, okay? Okay. And then he's going to get it. I mean, you're going to go one more and then he's going to get so. it. I don't think so. After this one, you might, okay? Fast forward quite a few years. He was inducted into the Television Hall of Fame in 1987. Mm-hmm. Okay? So he's a TV guy. He is notably remembered for developing an ensemble cast of characters that are known for an absurdist, burlesque, and self-referential style of variety sketch comedy. It's the guy who did the Muppets. Jim Henson? It's Jim Henson. Oh, I, I knew. I couldn't think of the name, but man. it's the guy who did the Muppets. I knew it was the guy who I did the Muppets. I think you each get yeah. half of that. I got the name, but he got the person. That's exactly honestly. right. So this, oh, what, what, gave it, what gave it up? The last one you said with the burlesque, whatever. The, the like sketch, sketch comedy. Yeah, yeah. sketch yeah, comedy. Show. I, mean, I grew Muppet up on show. that. That's right. the stuff. So the connection here, Oscar the Grouch, oh, right? That was one yeah. of his characters. So there we go. Sesame Street. Well a, done. A couple other quickies here. Fraggle Rock. Oh, I love That it. he created yeah. was HBO's first original series. Really? Yep. I did not know that part. I knew it was HBO, but wow, that's interesting. So in addition to him, Steven Spielberg and Kermit the Frog were both immortalized as characters or as people on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah. And he... Uh, well, yeah, created created Sesame Street, and because some of the work that he did early on in this junior morning show, he actually created characters. So mm. some of these puppets he began creating for this show, he was actually kind of pulled aside in 1969 by the Children's Television Workshop to do the same thing for this show they were coming up with called Sesame Street. Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. No way. And he created these characters. He voiced many of the characters. Some of the ones that you would recognize, remember Guy Smiley? The television oh, yeah. or the game show host on Sesame Street, that was him and his voice, Ernie yep. from Bert and Ernie. Of course. And probably his most, most popular, Kermit, Kermit the Frog. The Frog. Yeah. Kermit the Frog. So there you go. I thought this was really interesting too. He had the reason for him doing all of this work. Uh, when he got past being successful, he said, what I really want to do is use what I have, this ability to create fun and entertainment to show people that we don't have to have war and conflict all the time. You know, we can have peace and we can have, we can live together and we can laugh. And a lot of the songs that the characters sang were about coming together. Um, so he said, I can't control everything, but I can do my little part here. But then it was ironic. I, I'll, and I'll end with this. He said, in the early days of the Muppets, we had two endings. Either one creature ate the other or both of them blew up. And he said, I've always been particular to things eating other things, which again is ironic because most of his work was developed with the goal of ending war. And here he is blowing stuff up or having animals eat another animal. So I thought that was pretty cool. But he really seems like a good guy with a great heart and used his, his talent to better the world. Yeah. I recently rewatched some of those Muppet shows because they're on, you know, Disney now. And um, you're like, well, wow. That, you know, it's from, yeah, 40 years ago, at least, you know, and uh, 
I found it found it funny. Like, yeah, a lot of those skits where the monster is eating the smaller character or a lot of things blowing up. It was kind of funny. They were the best. It was one of my favorite shows, The Muppet Show. Absolutely. The two old guys sitting in the balcony. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you have a favorite character? I Gonzo. Gon- I did. He was great. Yeah. Yeah, Gonzo up there for sure. The guy I liked, he was he was on the Muppet show, not a Sesame Street character. I love Beaker. Oh yeah, Beaker. Oh, yeah. You know, yep. he always was the high Great. pitch, scary, scary little lab assistant. I did love the, the <laughs> chef. Guy. I think oh, the, the Swedish chef. chef. Swedish chef, yeah. 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 <laughs> With the real hands. That's right. That was awesome. <laughs> That's the sound Joe makes when he's cooking in the kitchen. <laughs> I was trying to figure it out. <laughs> Well, guys, this has been fun. Chris, thank you for a great quote. It was very well put together. Yeah, I think you're going to do it again next time. You th- okay. okay. You're going to have a second. But sec- who, who won encore. this last one? Was it you, it was Scott? A, or was it like you know, a tag team? I think, I think it was a 50 50. You know, yeah, because you got to get the name, but you he do. had the idea. Okay. So you do. I wouldn't have got the name without him. Yeah. Teamwork. There we go. All right. Teamwork. Yeah. We're doing, we're, we're showing a random act of kindness towards each other here. It's all you good. Guys are so but next good. time, you're going down. Listeners, thanks for joining us. And we are going to be gone for a couple of weeks because of some schedule conflicts. So the next show will be out in two weeks. We look forward to being with you then. But in the meantime, be curious, be bold, and be yourself. And we'll be back in two weeks. A lot like Stuff. Scott when he's talking on the show. He just perseverates. He just keeps yeah. going on and that's why, on. That's why and I delete on. most of what I said. <laughs> Tasty. Oh, and you can win. go so many ways. So many so ways. So many different flavors. That's one of my all time faves. What is? Chick- Chicken wings. <laughs> Are you quit looking at your phone? No, and pay I, was, attention. I was thinking about something else. I'm sure he was. <laughs> <laughs> he always is thinking about something else. He was thinking about the Super just, Bowl. Just again. not the yeah. show. <laughs>